Well, welcome, everybody. Usually I'm the welcomer. Guy and I kind of traded places today, and that was a little weird. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. All right. So uh, before we totally get rolling into, um, into the sermon today, I have a quick video for us to watch. So go ahead and watch a video. So by a show of hands, who was freaked out during that video? <laughs> First time I saw it, I was, I was just blown away. Um, I have a question for everybody. What are some fears? Go ahead and shout them out. <laughs> Heights. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard about that story. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Lee knows me too well. Um, so some of our fears, the top three fears that I had searched on the internet off of multiple sites, um, the fear of flight or heights, the fear of spiders, because they're just gross, and public speaking rank as the top three. <laughs> if you want to know more about that video, you can ask me after the service. I can bring you in on that whole event. Or you could ask Patrick Stolper because he loves biking too. Um, he didn't know I was going to throw him in, but you're welcome. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about my journey on getting here today. Um, public speaking is one of my biggest and loudest fears. It speaks louder than anything else that goes through my brain. Um, Guy has been asking me for years to do a sermon. <laughs> years. Um, and I, I'm pretty stubborn on that because that fear was speaking so loudly. Um, I thought that I was more stubborn than God could make me into. God has a funny way of working. He works around our fears, and goes to what we can do instead of what we won't do. And that's exactly what he has done in me. He has given me these moments of courage along the way to get me to standing in front of you guys and delivering a sermon. He has given me moments of courage of speaking to youth because that's the passion that he has given me. I see some of my youth here. Darn you for sitting in the front row. Um, and speaking to youth and young adults, because that's the passion that God has given me. So these moments of courage. I've spoken at Powderburn and Faceplant, which are our winter retreats. And that's like 400 people. Uh, don't get me wrong, I was insanely nervous during those times. And um, just like going over in my head like what I was going to say or what I was going to pray about. And he even gave me and called me to teach a seminar to our Powderburn High School crew on how to share your faith in the working world. Because I do that on a daily basis. 
I'm a photographer. I'm in and out of businesses, and I'm always sharing my faith with whoever I'm photographing. So through a lot of prayer, God has placed this fear on my heart to speak with you guys about today. It is a very human thing. It is real, it is every day, and we all go through it. Whether it's public speaking, fear of heights. Um, funny thing is, is that mountain biker, uh, Graham Agassi, he's actually scared of heights. Um, and he's throwing himself off of cliffs. I don't get it. Um, but um, we're going to look at uh, Daniel chapter 3 today. Um, but let me give you a little background before I invite Rachel up to uh, read our scripture. So if you guys want to go ahead and get your Bibles out and go to Daniel chapter 3, um, you can do that on your devices. Or if you don't have a Bible with you, there's some in the rows. Go ahead and find it and open it up. So at this point, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, hey, way to go. <laughs> King Nebuchadnezzar has made this giant statue of himself. It's 90 feet tall, 9 feet wide, and it's gold. And he has commanded his entire kingdom to bow down and worship this statue, this idol, every time they hear the musical instruments start playing. So now Rachel's going to go ahead and read um, our scripture today. So go ahead and follow along. Um, yeah. Chapter 3. And Rachel's going to start at verse 12. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start at um, verse 12 through 29. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. So if you have your device, you can adjust that. But there are some Jews... Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom, have, whom you have put in charge of the province of Babylon. They pay no attention to you, your majesty. They refuse to serve your gods and do not worship the gold statue you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage and ordered that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought before him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods or to worship the gold statue I have set up? I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. And then what God will be able to rescue you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we're thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you set up. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men of the army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments. And because the king in his anger had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, 
The flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, Didn't we tie up three men and throw them in the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men, unbound, walking around in the fire, unharmed. And the fourth looks like a god. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their heads was singed, and their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell of smoke. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make this decree. If any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they will be torn limb from limb and their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no other god who can rescue like this. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. So now I have a, a neighbor question for you. Surprise, surprise. Um, even though I am different than Guy, we still have a neighbor question. So what theme did you hear in that story? Go ahead and chat it out, and I'll get some answers here soon. All right, that's been hearing some great discussion. Um, I'm, I'm glad we got that discussion going. So what were some of the themes that you guys heard in that, in that story that Rachel just read? Go for it, Steph. I hadn't thought about that one, but that's a good one. <laughs> what else you got? Trust, for sure. Sorry, Nat. Yeah, full commitment for sure. Yeah, that's one that spoke real loud to me, that confidence no matter what happens um, in God. So when God laid this scripture on my heart, I thought for sure there was going to be like a five-step process on how to conquer your own fear um, through the experience of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's not exactly what happened um, as I was studying. Um, you know, we all have fear. And this is one instant that I thought fear would be thrown, like, in my face and I could see it. Um, but that's not, that's not what God showed me. He showed me um, that fear is a common emotion and it can cripple us from doing amazing things. And seeing... The wonder, the power, the awe, and the holiness of God. If these guys would have just run away and feared for their lives and bowed down to uh, Nebuchadnezzar, what would have happened to them? 
just from the example of these three and how they conquered fear in the face of death has blown me away. Being thrown into a fiery furnace, being burnt to death, for me in my human brain, that's a time to fear. <laughs> it seems like a reasonable thing. It, I, I don't know where, how they got to where they are. In God's creative way, he has shown us that fear, even though it will always be there, that God will give us the courage to trust in him. Because time after time, we see that he is trustworthy, and he comes through every time. Which means, even in the face of death, we can lean on him and see that we can trust him and get us through our fear. And then we can act on that trust, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They acted on their trust in God. They showed Nebuchadnezzar that they didn't trust him, but they trusted the the Most High. Even in the story later on in Daniel, you can go to Daniel chapter 6 and you can read about Daniel being thrown into a lion's den. Uh, One of my favorite stories as as I was a kid Um, just hearing how Daniel got thrown into a lion's den and then he survived. Um, You know, that's another, another time that you would expect to see fear. But never once in either of these two stories did we see fear. Their fear, their faith, or fear in the supreme power of our heavenly God, that's what we see. We don't see humanly fear. Even in certain death, a fiery furnace that's being burnt so hot that the strongest soldiers in Nebuchadnezzar's army died when the doors opened. Uh, That part just blows me away to even think that something is burning that hot that you open the doors and these guys die. And then... Chadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fall into the fire. They don't try to get out. They don't try to do anything. They trust that God is going to save them. So let's take a look again um, at Daniel uh, chapter 3, verses 16 through 18. Chadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you, If we are thrown into a blazing furnace, the God who we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. So even when we look back at that, they never had fear. They never had fear when, when Nebuchadnezzar was like, well, I'm furious at you and I'm going to throw you into a fire and I'm going to kill you. And they were like, no, you're not. They're very upfront about that. Um, <laughs> they're, they're polite about it, but they're very upfront. Um, so they had, the, they had trust that God would, would save them. And guess what? He did. He saved them. 
they had faith that he would save them just like they trusted he would. The other amazing part, not only did God show Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that they could trust him, but every witness in that room, they showed that God is trustworthy. Look again at Daniel um, 3, verse 25. Sorry, 24. But suddenly Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, Didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men, unbound, walking around in the fire, unharmed. And the fourth looks like a god. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. And then Daniel had faith in God as well. That he would not be harmed in the lion's den for his refusal to stop praying to the Most High. These four have shown us that faith put into action is obedience to God. And God honors that obedience. The God of heaven and earth is supreme over all. They had the faith that God could and would. How did these four get to this point? Sorry, I skipped ahead. (laughs) I missed a part. Um, How did these four get to this point? They had faith in God. What is faith? Faith is... When you have seen a revelation of God in your own life. That you cannot live in a way that you were created without trusting in him. So how did these four get to this point? They had revelation after revelation after revelation of God being trustworthy in their lives. And trusting in him and God coming through. Which brings me to the next question. Do you have a fear of people or do you have a fear of God? Which fear wins? The Puritan William Gurnall says this about fear. We fear men so much because we fear God so little. One fear cures another. When man's terrors scare you, turn your thoughts to the wrath of God. I think this is exactly what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had going for them. They couldn't fear the king because they had fear in not following God's will and God's law. And I think they may have been a little fearful on what would happen 
if they bowed down to King Nebuchadnezzar instead of bowing down to the one supreme God. Jesus says it best, as he does so often. (laughs) In Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, he says, Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear God, who can destroy both soul and body in hell. I love how Jesus says that because he's very specific on where he's where God can destroy your, your body and soul. It's not just here on earth, but it's going to be in hell, and that's where nowhere no one ever wants to go to hell. So how do we how will this concept of one fear curing another fear help us conquer our own fears? Our fear our fears may not be because we are about to die. It may be because we're trying to speak in front of a large group of people. <laughs> but God is very real to us every day that we trust in him. Even though fear is real every day and we go through that, God is there to back us up. Fear does not come from God. Fear keeps us from God. And I think that's one way that the dark realms win. So if we give in to our fear, the dark realm wins. If we give in to God, we win as well. A fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. I've heard this quote many times, and sometimes I'm confused about it, but um, after reading this story, I am definitely more in line with, yeah, yeah, fearing God is the beginning of wisdom. God wants to push us in ways that we can become uncomfortable. Because when we become uncomfortable, we see where we end and where God fills in all those spots that we cannot on our own. Um, And I know for me personally, especially standing right here, um, that is completely true. Once we leave our comfort zone, we, we learn where God can be trusted. We are never meant to do our lives alone um, or on our own. We were created to have faith in God and work together for his glory. Seeing how God fills in the gaps, how we have opportunities of courage along the way, whether it's just praying in front of powder burn just for a little bit or teaching a seminar, He gives us these milestones and anchor points along the way that we can lean on later and know that God has been trustworthy through those times. So as we walk out the doors today, remember that God is more powerful than our earthly fears. Whether it's rolling down a mountain on a mountain bike, um, You know, killing a spider in your house, because those are just gross. Um, 
I see my mom look at my dad right now, and <laughs> I totally understand that. Um, and just know that as we walk out of these doors, God is more powerful than our earthly fears, whatever they may be. Put your faith into action. Be obedient to everything God has told us. And have courage to challenge your own fears so that we may see God working in our lives and we can strengthen our faith. Let me close us in prayer today. And I'm going to invite the praise team back up so they can lead us in some, uh, some more awesome songs. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the blue sky outside, the nice warm temperatures. But more importantly, I pray that as we leave today, that we get to see a revelation of you in our lives leading us through our fears. Whatever those fears may be, so we can see your glory lived out in our lives. As, as we worship, speak to our hearts and allow us to see you in a new way that we cannot explain away. Amen.